We're glad to be sharing the ministry of Redemption Church with you. Now join us as we receive the Word of God. Very and bright. Long after you box up those decorations, I want you to still experience the message of the season, the hope, the love, and the joy, and the peace. This story of Christmas is marked with peace. Luke chapter 2 verse 14. Glory to God in the highest heaven and on earth peace to those on whom his favor rests. That's the angels speaking. They were singing these words that God's peace had come to earth. And it echoes the words of a prophet hundred years, hundreds of years earlier in Isaiah chapter 9 verse 6. He says, for to us a child is born, to us a son is given, and the government will be on his shoulders. And he will be called Wonderful, Counselor, Mighty God, Everlasting Father, Prince of Peace. The world needs peace. Somebody say amen. You know it's true. And your home needs peace, right? And then finally, you need peace. Peace is supposed to be a part of the Christmas story, but, but this season has us all stressing out big time. Who agrees? Yeah, it really gets to us. My goodness. You, there are people all over, our, all over our city suffering from PTSD. They're called cashiers. Those poor people. Those poor people. Love a cashier. If you have a cashier friend, call them. They are not okay. There is just so much going on. But this, this season that's supposed to be peaceful is incredibly stressful. So I got to ask, what are we doing wrong? Where is that peace that this story is supposed to be about? The story that the prophet told us about and the angels sang about. I want to tell you very quickly today that our, our peace is robbed by one more thing. I, I just need one more thing. Raise your hand if you kind of right now need one more thing. Yep, there's, uh, my goodness, there's, I forgot. So I was just in Walmart, which is insane. And I was walking out and there was this really nice lady. She was, her husband and her were walking. They felt so accomplished. And she just, she was, had this walk. It's a little swagger to her. Yes, finally we're done. Finally we're done. And she stops. The husband keeps walking. He, she, and she goes, what, what just happened to that lady? She just realized there's one more thing we forgot. Susie asked us to get something, yeah. right? We forgot grandma. grandma. There's some kind of gift. We were supposed to get eggnog. You can't have Christmas without it. And, and there's these thoughts, and you could just see it all over her face. And I'm like, oh no, you forgot something. She's like, I totally did. And there was this defeated feeling of, we have to go back in there. Don't go back in there. But that, 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 that fear of there's one more thing just robs us of peace. There's this overwhelming feeling that you always need one more thing. What is that thing that you lack? How are you going to find it? How are you going to get it? How are you going to buy it? How are you going to create it? And there's all kinds of things. We come up with a whole list, but everybody's got a different list of one more thing. 
right now on Christmas Eve, you may feel stressed out that there is one more thing still left undone. And this thought will actually rob you of your peace. It will pull you out of the moment with your family. You will not enjoy a single thing until you have that one thing done. We think that when we have the one more thing, that then we will have peace. But how does that work for us? Because there's always one more thing. After you've done all the things, there will always be one more thing. And if I'm honest today, which I'm going to try to be, that explains my life a lot. Does that kind of describe your life? That there's always one more thing? There's one more thing on the job, in your school, in your home, in the decor, all this stuff. Gosh, even, even when you're preparing for a day like this, I'm like, there's probably one more thing I forgot. There's probably at least 10 things that I forgot. One more thing. It describes my life. So if maybe we need to rethink what peace is. Peace is not that one more thing. So what is it? Let's try to define it. Jesus himself kind of defines it in John chapter 14, verse 27. These words are read in your Bible. He says, peace I leave with you. My peace I give you. I do not give to you as the world gives. Do not let your hearts be troubled and do not be afraid. Jesus gives peace and it's not a store brand peace. It's his own peace. He says, it's my peace. And then he, he gives it, but he doesn't give it like the world gives peace. He give, peace gives this idea that, the, the world gives this idea that peace will come when you have all your ducks in a row, when you have everything right, when you've got all the things off your to-do list, when Aunt Susie's finally nice to you. We've been, some, we've been waiting for Aunt Susie to be nice to us for decades. If you're waiting on an Aunt Susie, you might never have peace. I'm sorry if there's an Aunt Susie in here. We love you. Jesus offers a peace that is not like the world's offering. So let's talk about the word peace. It, quick, what is the word peace in, in Hebrew? It's shalom. That's how you say it. Everyone say shalom. Shalom and it's translated as peace, but actually when you look up the definition of this word, it means wholeness. It means completion. It means fullness. Peace does not mean a lack of stress. Peace does not mean a lack of trouble, which is why Jesus says, I give you peace, but you're still going to have troubles. We read that in John 14. No, instead, peace means wholeness. It means completeness. In other words, Jesus gives a peace that is superior. The peace that he gives today, I want to tell you, it's a peace in not needing one more thing. That's the peace that you can find in this season. That's the peace that you can find in the Lord. Wouldn't it be good if you didn't have to worry about the one more thing? What if you did not need one more thing? What if you had all you needed right now? And what if you could enjoy that instead of focused on one more thing that robs you from the moment? That is the peace that Jesus gives. So let's focus on that peace he gives us. I'm going to have a stand and Cleta's going to come and we're going to sing 
together. We're going to sing Silent Night. And as we're singing, we're going to go ahead and hand out communion all over this place. Alex is going to be handing out communion. Everybody, let's stand. We're going to be singing together, all right? We're going to be handing out this communion and we're going to be receiving the peace of not needing one more thing. The night, holy night, all is calm, all is bright, round on virgin mother and child. So tender and mild Sleep in heavenly peace Sleep in heavenly peace night holy night shepherds quake at the side glory stream from heaven above Heavenly host, sing hallelujah. Christ the Savior is born. Christ the Savior is born. Can you all hear me? There we go. On the very top of this, we have a little thing we can pull back, and there's a little wafer there. This represents the bread that Jesus gave us. We know that the bread is His body. It's given for us. And there's provision in this. And it shows us that whatever you needed is already provided all the one things of life are actually provided by the offering of Jesus he is the bread of heaven and he's come down to us receive the bread that is Jesus Christ today there's another layer here we pull it back we've got juice there and it represents the wine and that wine represents the blood of Jesus and Jesus says that 
His blood is poured out for many, for the sins of many. The sins, what, what, we do, what we've done wrong, the things we've said that are wrong, the, our thoughts that are wrong, that He has poured out His blood to cover all of our shame, all of our regret, all of our wrong. He's provided this for you. When you when you receive this, I want you to understand that you don't have to go be perfect anymore. It's not you trying to overcome all that you've done wrong. He has set you free from that. He's provided His blood. Will you receive it? Everyone sing holy night. Oh, holy night. All is calm. All is calm. All is bright. All is bright. Round yon virgin. Round yon virgin. Mother and child. Mother and child. Holy infant. Holy infant, so tender and mild. Sleep in heavenly peace. Sleep in heavenly peace. Sleep in heavenly peace. Sleep in heavenly Tech team, can you do the one that says, Son of God loves pure light? Silent night. Silent night. Holy night. Holy night. Son of God loves pure light. Radiant thy holy face with the dawn of redeeming grace Jesus Lord at thy birth Jesus, Lord, at thy birth. We're living in a world that already they're in the back room going, what's the next thing we can put out there on the television to make all the kids want that thing? And what's the next thing? What's the next car? What's the next cell phone? What's the next style? What's the next thing in fact you'll buy a thing and they'll 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 just change the thing and put it out in a new style and people go oh well that's the latest trend now we have to get that right that's already in in motion all right those commercials are coming they're filming them right now they will hit early january but wouldn't it be great to march through that year saying i've got all i need I've got all I need. When you go home and you have Christmas together, 
and maybe you're opening gifts. Maybe you're sitting around watching some dumb Christmas movie. Whatever it is, I want you to have that sense because it's a holy sense. It's not, it's not like touch, smell, or feel. It's like a holy sense of I've got all I need. And my prayer for you tonight is that you would have that this time, this year, and that you walk in it throughout the year as a family. Let's pray together. Father, I thank you for Jesus Christ. I thank you how he came to earth and everyone who needed healing, he provided it. And everyone who needed victory, he provided it. And everyone who needed knowledge, he gave it. Everyone that needed salvation, he gave it. Lord Jesus, you have given us all that we need. Help us to live that way. Help us to be thankful in that way. Thank you for our families. Thank you for our friends. Lord, help us to pick up our phones. Help us to walk next door and knock on a door and say, I'm so glad that you're in my life. I'm so glad that you're my friend. I'm so glad you're in my family. Thank you for all that you've given us, Lord. Because you are our Lord, we're not searching continually for one more thing. We have all that we have in you. And everyone said, in Jesus' name. God bless you. Thank you so much for being with us tonight. I want you to have a great, great Christmas. God bless you all in Jesus' name. For more information about redemption, look us up online at redemption-church.com. We want to hear from you, so be sure to connect with us on Facebook, Twitter, or even our anonymous question text line at 214-856-0550.